Hello everybody, welcome back to the Flourish and Thrive podcast. I'm Alice. And I'm Emily. And we are just two corporate girlies navigating busy London city life, just trying to find a bit of calm amongst the chaos. <laughs> and yeah, we would love it if you would join us on this journey. Um, yeah, we are not professionals, but we're just on a journey of self-development and we just like to share what we're going through in case it helps someone. And if you do want to follow us on our journey, um, it is um, Flourish and Thrive Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Go follow us over there. Um, but yeah, should we just get into it? Let's get right into it. It's it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Do you want? To, should we have a little chat about like what's been going on? Yeah, because it's been crazy busy. <laughs> so you've been doing your exams. I have been doing my exams. So I I think I spoke about this on one of the other episodes. Um, basically, I'm doing my SEMA exams, which is accounting exams for anyone who's not aware and i did one this morning and i i don't know my results yet usually it'll give me my result like straight away but they've updated the website and i can't find out where my result is so i don't know what i've got but I'm sure it's okay it's fine even do you feel relieved i feel well i will do once i've got the result yeah i'm happy to have had one in the bag but you little miss traveler oh yeah i've been on the <laughs> travels you've been to a valencia which i'm so insanely jealous of how was that it was so good yeah it was so I went on a solo trip. It was my second ever solo trip, but I do feel like I have learned a lot more since my first one. It felt a lot easier to be on my own. Um, it is so hot in Valencia. Mm. Like, it's... I now understand why they take their siestas so seriously in Spain, <laughs> because, like, in the middle of the day, it was just too hot to go outside. Oh, really? So, like, I felt a little bit like, oh, what do I do in those hours of the day? But I just need to just chill then. Chill. And then everything came alive at night because it was, like, the perfect temperature in the evening. So until the early hours of the night, I felt completely safe, like just walking around the centre. Yeah, 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 we'd recommend, really good for a solo. Oh gosh, no, I love that. I always thought it was in Italy. It does sound like <laughs> quite an Italian name, doesn't it? I, a lot of people say that. It's not, it's really not. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love that. Shall we get into today's like content? Let's do it, let's get to the content. Let's get to the beefy part of today's episode. So today's episode is all about cycle syncing. And, I f and menstruation and all of that. And I feel like as soon as I've said that word about if there were ever any guys listening to this, they've all turned off right now. Yeah, this is pretty much, yeah, this is only really relevant if you're a female or if you're someone who gets a period. But I do think if you're a boyfriend or, or a friend of anyone who has a period, then this will also be interesting to you. Because I feel like you just don't get taught about this sort of stuff. In you school, don't, so. you really don't. Like I remember like sex education class, like we had that, what was it? It was before, it was after lunch, but before the rest of our lessons, it was like that block on a Thursday. And I remember That's we had- memory. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what, well, there's certain things from those classes you don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say bananas were yeah. used. <laughs> and yeah so we had that block and that's all that was really taught though yeah like, i don't remember much else but this stuff should get taught to you at school yeah it really should because like we do not operate the same as the as me the male body no. we're cyclical beings you know we operate on like a so on average 28 day cycle kind of like in accordance with like the moon cycle and all of this whereas men their hormones pretty much stay the same consistently always every day so we shouldn't be trying to like operate at the same way that, that men yeah. do. i've heard something where men operate a 24 hour cycle yes yeah so right. their hormones operate on a 24 hour cycle whereas as females we operate on like you said 28 day to it fluctuates mm. person to person but roughly a month cycle yeah 
which is crazy like we should and the whole world to be quite honest is geared around men like it is yeah and it is the, the patriarchy it is. they'd be like that but it's we just really good to learn about our cycle and learn how we should be i guess doing different things at different times of the month essentially it's how we could sort of almost hack our cycle and sort of mm. make it work for us rather than against us because often you just find you know especially when you're like on your period things can feel a real struggle and you just feel like you're fighting against your hormones yeah. and and that you know there are there are things we can do to support our bodies mm. in each phase of our cycle i also think it's really important to say if you are on hormonal birth control like the pill or anything like that mm. your cycle won't really work the same you won't really have a natural cycle like um the sort of natural female body works so it because it puts synthetic hormones into your body to sort of like um yeah I don't really you know. still you still have a cycle but it's not a natural mm. cycle and it's not exactly gonna operate in the same way as you would have if you're not on any mm. hormones so i've recently just like literally the past three days had my implant taken out which i'm so happy about um to get back into a normal cycle because i did still have a cycle mm. i had like hormones and i was trying to track it mm. but to, talking about this and wanting to get into this really made me feel like i need to get this thing taken out my arm yeah because <laughs> i'm like i'm just not as in tune with my body mm. but that being said for anyone who is on like say for example the pill anything like that you still can track it and you still can get into those cyclical yeah you see this the, the stuff we'll talk about in this episode is still going to be of value to yeah. you even if you don't have a completely sort of normal natural cycle um that being said obviously we are not doctors oh, we yes. are not medical professionals so please don't take any of this as you know medical advice but it's just sort of helpful tips that might support your body um and something i found that's helped me personally so it's like mm. i've me tracking my cycle has helped me tremendously yeah. and we just want to share that yeah we're not we're not like i said we're not doctors we're not professionals but we are just here yeah. trying to trying to live our best life <laughs> yeah so that being said let's kick off yeah so, i think we should start day one yeah of the cycle so like I alluded to earlier, as females or anyone who gets a period, we typically have sort of on average 28 to 35 days, they say, is the, is the sort of norm for yeah. a length of a cycle. Um, I learned this morning when I was doing some research for this that mm. back in the day before electricity, before like city, crazy city life, um, everyone, all women, like this is ages ago, all women were like in sync and um, had, had their cycles sync up with the moon because there was no like synthetic lighting because the pineal gland in your brain, um, something to do with the light lighting outside at nighttime, I could be getting this wrong. Basically, I just thought it was really cool. Everyone that, like, was in sync. Everyone would bleed on the new moon and ovulate on the full moon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then like urbanization happened and everyone sort of got a bit scattered, but Oh my gosh, I didn't cool. know that. It's very cool actually. Yeah. Do you know what I think one thing's really interesting, like how women when they spend a lot of time together can sink? Yeah. Because <laughs> what fa like what are you what phase are you in right now? Uh luteal. You know? Luteal. Yeah. So which one's that? That's coming up to Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was I thought I was like, are we in sync? But no. <laughs> I'm in my spring, so the follicular. So I've just finished my bleed and yeah getting into my spring era i actually don't know i should be checking more frequently i think i'm gonna like put a widget on my phone that like says where i'm at because i just keep forgetting to check so no, i think i'm in my it's so good um i, I so one thing that i wanted to talk about as well on here is the apps you can use to track it mm. because i think that's really important mm. like you can't just say like oh yeah i'm 
a lot of people are like oh i'm yeah i'm on my period but like there's obviously three other phases of your cycle yeah but tracking it is so so important so i just track it on my like apple mm. um health app and i've shown loads of my friends how to do this like you can it's so easy it's mm. like it's literally called cycle tracking on there yeah and then i think you use a different I one, use, right? I, i've used it for years it's called moody and i think it's pretty much the same thing mm. but um yeah and that's you can like build up sort of you can log how you were feeling that day anything that happened like your energy levels and all of this and like build up a picture like a map over time and yeah. it can like predict when your cycle's coming when you're ovulating what phases you're in um but yeah like i do kind of want to like have it in like like front of my phone yeah like, yeah so you can see it like every day like i'm pretty sure they do widgets and stuff where you can just have yeah. it like there front and center no that'd anyway. be so good but yeah definitely that's something to like put on but yeah typically day one to about five is i mean it depends it's different for everyone um i mean i know for me for i was having really long bleeds for a, a while yeah it was not this is why i wanted to come off mm. the implant i was having my bleeds way too long but typically anywhere from around the first day of your bleed to about well, some people have three day periods which i'm very jealous of mm. but yeah three to five seven kind of is your menstrual phase and i think we're all pretty familiar with this phase as yeah. women <laughs> like this is the time where you're really really like your energy is low you're not feeling the best you're bleeding obviously you're losing a lot of blood so your iron levels are the lowest it's where you are essentially you need to take time to rest <laughs> mm. so yeah this is where your hormones are at their lowest so your estrogen estrogen don't know how you pronounce that estrogen estrogen american isn't it <laughs> I don't know. your estrogen is at uh, its lowest point um and so yeah your energy levels are low your you know you might have irritability of your mood you're mm -hmm. just gonna generally feel like you want to be a bit more insular and your body is is calling out for you to rest if you can slow down enough to tune into what your body is trying to tell you i know it like we live in a world where like you, you do just still have to keep like working yeah. the whole time which is a whole i feel like we could have a whole other episode about like what i think we could do about that but i think there's a universe out there in the world like there are so many universes out here right this is me getting very spiritual now I but that. i genuinely think there's a universe out there where they let women rest completely on their periods like oh. I genuinely i think there's like a there is a world out there where women get the week of their period off i want to be in that world and i'd be so Let's badly <laughs> but like i'm being serious because that that is i mean that would be the ideal thing but yeah. like you mentioned working and if you can try and plan the more mundane admin -y kind of tasks where the ones where you don't really have to think mm. the ones where you're not it's not a big presentation it's not anything it's just the kind of day-to-day -day tasks like going through your emails clearing out your inbox if you can plan that kind of stuff through the week of your period that will help you massively i think yeah i think obviously that's not always possible yeah. we all have sort of busy lives busy jobs and things it's not really always easy to just like move your schedule like that but there are lots of other things we can do sort of habits in our everyday life um on these days of our cycle that can help us in other ways mm. so um in terms of food you can be eating at this time so because your your hormones are at their lowest level um you could be having a lot more in, inflammation in the body so you want to be eating a lot of anti-inflammatory foods like ginger um <laughs> omega-3 omega-3 yeah. fatty acids so like salmon and nuts and things like that that is really good for reducing inflammation in the body and also reducing cramps um something i've research as well about food so they call this kind of phase your winter like yes. your inner winter yes. so 
you kind of want to what call into that i guess and like eat those like comforting foods as well that will just kind of make you feel comforting and like whole and like just a bit more cozy in that kind yeah of time because that's probably what your body is craving like yeah your body is going to be craving things like those comforting chocolates those comforting like soups and warm things and i feel like listening to your body in that kind of time is really important yeah i totally agree because like yeah it's all well and good saying you should be eating all these veggies and healthy things and like that's in an ideal world but realistically your cravings at this point you know we, we all know we get cravings on our period so like if you want those you know that big bowl of pasta just like Just have it. It's okay. Let yourself have it. Um, as long as you don't go completely mental and just, you know, eat complete trash the entire time, was probably not going to make you feel great. But in general, it like don't deny yourself those cravings. If if you're feeling that, just honor that and give into that because it's your body. Just it's your body signaling you to, you know, just have a little bit of self care. Treat Yeah. yourself. Um, yeah. So that's nutrition. Do it. Do you want to go a bit into the spiritual side of it? Because I know Yeah. that's something that I think people find really interesting because it's it's a time where you're feeling your most like feminine, right? Like obviously sometimes you're not feeling great, but you're feeling your most feminine in a way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So like we said earlier, this is the time for rest. The the archetype, this like sort of spiritual archetype for this phase of your cycle is the crone. So kind of like the wise woman, sort of going into yourself, retreating into yourself, and tuning into your intuition. They say they <laughs> they say that at this time of the month, your the veil between the physical and spiritual realm for you is thinner. So you're more connected to like the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call it in your intuition. So it's a great time to like really um, go for it with your like spiritual practices, your meditation, your journaling. You might find that you get more sort of insights in your meditation um, and also more like vivid dreams as well. Just, you're just a bit more sort of spiritually connected in this time of the month. And something that I love this in some ancient cultures, the women would like go off when they were menstruating, um, they'd all go off and sort of shut themselves away and, and sort of wait and get their insights and things that were coming to them. And the rest of the tribe, the community would wait for their return afterwards and like find out from them what they should be doing for the community and where, where the community should put their efforts next. And they just really honored and respected that wisdom that they would bring back after they were on their period, which I think is really cool. I love Like, that. I think once we realize how sort of powerful we are at this time, how much sort of wisdom and insights we can gain, it kind of feels like this is like a sacred time. It feels like it's a little bit of our superpower. Like, Yeah. um, so I now, I used to, obviously like loads of people, no one really likes their period. And I used to not like it at all. But now I think it's like, it's like a sacred time. I'm like, ah, I'm a bit more spiritual in this time. I'm gonna really like honor my body and tune into what it needs. Yeah, feel more in tune with myself. Yes. Like I, I, I mean, you say that, like no one likes it. Like I, sometimes feel very relieved when it happens because I'm like, oh, that's why I was feeling Yeah, like that. I know exactly what I'm And saying, actually, yeah. it's literally like, and then once it actually happens, I'm kind of like, oh, a bit of relief and like, yeah, my energy's a bit lower, but I actually feel quite good and I feel more like, okay, finally, I can, I can get all this out, like <laughs> literally out of my system, and. I also think it's something really important to say is like really use that time to do like like deep within work Mm. and also but I would personally say wait for after you've finished to put action onto Mm. that because sometimes you can you are going to be more irritable you are going to be more in like you're going to have that time where you are going to be more irritable but 
you are going to get those moments of great wisdom mm. but that kind of clump comes with the clarity afterwards as well yeah so like sometimes you will act a bit on that irritability that you have from on your period but i would say wait until it, you go into i think it's your follicular and you're kind of spring as you will yeah. before you kind of act on those thoughts that you were having before yeah. you are going to get those thoughts like and everything whilst you're on your period but then yeah afterwards it's the time to act yeah that's really good advice actually yeah because um yeah like we were saying this is kind of like a time for release like you're obviously physically releasing blood and but you're also it's a great time to sort of release what's no longer serving you in your life and just sort of reassessing um what's working and what's not but yeah not not necessarily taking action on that until your you've, your energy levels are starting to improve and things mm, like until this. you've got the clarity on yeah what you sure. want to take action on essentially sure. so one more thing as well whilst you're on your period like whilst you're menstruating in your menstrual phase is taking that time to rest mm. i mean we mentioned it already before but t taking that time to rest is so so important so in terms of like workouts you can be doing kind of the more like just daily walks gentle movements like yoga things like that and i feel like that's really really important like i think a lot of women have also found if they're trying to lose weight listening to those different cycles of your body and like not going really hard at barry's or really hard at soul cycle which i want to do <laughs> but not going really hard all the time yeah. in those workouts giving that time for your body to rest mm -hmm. and doing those kind of workouts is yeah. important i think for sure like i know when i'm on my period i just cannot face like going and doing like a really intense like hit workout it just you're just battling against the hormones in your body like it's it's not really gonna you're not gonna get the mass maximum benefit out of it then anyway and you're not gonna feel feel as good as you would in another phase of your cycle so i love doing things like yin yoga really chill what, yin yoga so it's like the slower yoga where you like hold the poses for ages and it's okay. like really chilled or even just like just lying on the ground like i think <laughs> what's, what's that what's that one and it's really funny like on tiktok they make a massive joke out of it where you're just like lying like this and they're like it's my favorite foot po yoga pose shavasana yeah love love a bit of shavasana but yeah so like gentle walks gentle yoga little like stretching if you feel like it because at, at the end of the day the most important thing about this phase of your cycle is rest so if you don't feel like working out don't push yourself yeah like it's not worth it and you know that your energy will rise in later phases of your cycle and that's when you can be doing yeah. more intense exercise yeah for sure another thing uh to consider at this point of your cycle is that you probably won't be feeling your most sociable so it, it might be a good idea to sort of have a bit less on your social calendar at this time of the month and just i think it's really great if you can even just schedule i mean ideally a day but that's not always possible just an evening or even an hour just to be by yourself and just like treat yourself chill out do what makes you feel good in your body and, and slow down and really listen to what your body is trying to tell you don't feel the need to be going out to every party you get invited to at the, <laughs> you know yeah feel comfortable with saying no to things mm -hmm. if you want to relax and just chill at home and be on your period with a hot water bottle and being at home yeah and watching i don't know gossip girl or something on tv like feel don't let that pressure of society be really like oh i have to go to every single social event even mm. whilst i'm on my period but like no you are going to feel less social at that time mm. and if you can plan it where say for example in your period you're not doing social activities with loads of people mm. where you just do it with like say for example one-on-one -on -one, mm. it's a much more less intense mm. social activity rather than it being like a massive group event i know it's not always possible mm. but if you can plan those kind of 
more chilled events like maybe going to just go to the cinema with your mate where you probably will just like not even talk but just chill out yeah. do you know what i mean like not plan those really intense kind of like conversations and mm. activities during that time mm. like social activities during that time yeah that's really important i mean my final thing i want to say <laughs> on so i'm gonna i want to address this on every every phase um is about seed cycling what is seed cycling so it's something i've been doing for years now um that it's it balances it's meant to sort of support your hormones um, in each phase of your cycle um how long have you been doing this so how since like covid okay. basically since i had since I, I had basically i used to have really bad acne and it, it just sort of erupted out of nowhere i think it was connected with me coming off the pill and all this we can have a whole other episode oh on the pill. um but yeah i had I, I was at that point i was trying to do everything i could to balance my hormones and get my skin back um mm. to how it had been looking before so i got into seed cycling so this is basically it's really easy you just have a tablespoon of flax seeds and a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds during your menstruation and your follicular phase and then once you've ovulated you have a tablespoon of sunflower and sesame seeds every day okay uh, so i just mix it into my porridge or, or your granola or whatever i have like yogurt and berries and stuff sometimes like i've been doing that at work and i find that's like you could probably mix it into that right yeah i mean it might i don't really know how supported the science is about it but i mean i'm sure there are studies out there i mean it's not i've not just plucked this out of nowhere <laughs> um and it, i think it, it does help for me so that's just one more thing you might want to consider there's just an easy little mm. tip you can add in yeah so yeah on your on your menstrual phase pumpkin and flax nice i will remember that one um right the next phase is called the follicular phase so this is what they like to call the spring this is what i'm i'm in right now Ooh. so i feel very good the spring so it's your day six ish or like basically it's from you ending your period up until you start to ovulate mm -hmm. so it's your yeah they call it your spring because you're kind of wake awakening out of this winter essentially yeah. that they coming call, out of hibernation coming out of hibernation and it's your so the particular hormones i'm gonna have to look at our little note that we've got here the particular hormones are estrogen and progesterone are rising and i think it's progesterone that's the good one i can't remember i should know more about this but basically you're getting more social you're getting more into you're feeling better about yourself essentially yeah your your yeah your energy levels are rising as your hormones are rising so yeah you're getting a bit more clear like that mental fog is sort of clearing you're feeling like you can go out and do more sociable mm -hmm. things you can you're feeling a bit more able to yeah just you know work out do uh, big tasks at work all of this is it's just starting to all feel a little bit better this time's a really really good time to kind of express yourself creatively so kind of this time going into your like follicular uh, ovulatory phase so your follicular going into the ovulatory is a really good time where you're gonna feel really creative so if you've got like that passion project that you want to be working on now's the time to do it so like coming off of your menstrual phase is the best time to do it so i know we have this whole notion page it's incredible it's <laughs> i'm obsessed intense for our podcast but i created this i think it was like last month during my kind of follicular ovulatory yeah. phase because i was feeling so inspired so creative and i literally spent like four hours on a weekend like doing absolutely nothing but but it's it's it honestly is the time where you're gonna feel the most creative and the most inspired to do certain things so if you can i know it's not always possible but if you can 
plan those little things where you're going to be creating something you're going to be doing a project at work if you can plan to do that specific thing around this kind of time going into your ovulatory phase you will Mm, that's the best it time to feel better yeah <laughs> yeah so in terms of nutrition at this time of month your like we said your estrogen is on the rise so you want to be eating foods that can help support and balance those estrogen levels as they're increasing so sort of lots of vegetables cruciferous vegetables like broccoli um healthy fats avocados things like that fermented foods to support your gut and yeah leafy greens they all help to balance your estrogen so those are good things to include in your meals at this time yeah i mean i mean for me i know i love um kimchi like, i'm so obsessed with kimchi I, ma I made my own kimchi once and it was just so good but yeah honestly this is the kind of time to be you'll be probably craving i don't know if this is everyone but i've heard that you usually crave kind of this time and going into your um ovulatory phase you'll be craving more cold foods so you kind of crave like salads like like you said, leafy um, broccolis and fermented foods, healthy fats, like you you tend to crave more, because you're going into your spring, right? It's your inner spring. So when you're doing, when you're in spring in like the seasons, you do tend to crave more of like your berries and all kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So you tend to crave those kind of foods and just, yeah, give your body what it wants. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I didn't realize that. I mean, obviously, yeah, because when you're on your period, it's kind of more like the winter and you kind mm. of want more, like soups and comfort foods and like that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and in terms of workouts, this is the time when you can start incorporating a bit more resistance, resistance training, up in the intensity, a bit more cardio. Going on some runs and things. Yeah. Like getting that higher intensity back. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, this phase kind of leads into the ovulatory phase. Mm. So this is kind of a getting warmed up yeah. for the best phase <laughs> yeah your hormones are on the rise your hormones are just get keep going keep going keep going then when you hit day 15 ish i think it's like it really depends but it's mm. day 15 i've got written down here to about day 17 18 mm. is your ovulatory phase yes so this is the best one <laughs> <laughs> this yeah this is when you're feeling yourself you're feeling your bad feeling sexy i mean obviously this is you know with our actual reproductive systems this is the time when you're most likely to get pregnant and that's what your body is actually like wanting you to do mm -hmm. that's why you're feeling the best yeah like i read something earlier or read i watched something earlier where it was saying that your body physically changes like your face physically becomes more symmetrical oh my yeah literally it becomes more symmetrical during your um ovulatory phase because you're wanting to be like attractive to the opposite sex to have a baby yeah no i know that like you you, you get more sort of like pheromones and things that make you feel like seem more attractive um to the opposite sex or whatever yeah so, so true. It's, it is your 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 hormones and your body is is yeah putting out the signals putting out those things <laughs> to get but, that baby <laughs> but harness harness that energy because mm. this time if you're like a single galley and you're wanting to get back into the dating like cycle what am i trying to say here dating scene dating scene that's the word um if you're trying to get on that dating scene like plan your first dates for this time mm -hmm. like you're going to be feeling the most sexy the most confident the most good in terms of your whole month you should plan your first dates here and you're going to be the like you said you're going to have the pheromones and putting out that energy your date will also find you more attractive yeah that's crazy huh. testosterone and your progesterone levels are rising your, i think your hormones are sort of peaking at this time did you know there's something about where this is the only time in our cycle where we get um 
the highest testosterone levels. Okay. And men get this all the time. Mm. Like men obviously have a 24 hour cycle. So this is why men feel confident and great pretty much every day. Like <laughs> oh, most of the bone. time. Like, yeah. So this is the only time in our cycle. Like if you realize basically once, only really once monthly, you feel really, really good. That's the reason why, because your hormones are the, at the highest and at their best levels for yeah. that kind of happiness. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could have that. <laughs> I wish I could be on the ovulatory phase every day. Literally. That would be, would be great. So this is the time where you want to be sort of doing the highest intensity exercise. So yeah, all your HIIT workouts, all of this, obviously don't go mental, but like <laughs> this is when you're going to have the most energy. Your energy level is going to be at its highest point at this time. You're going to be feeling like you can lift more, lift heavier, run further. So really harness that energy, make the most of it, mm. get out there. And if, if you're feeling like going for a run, get out there and do it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, and if you're trying to build muscle, so a lot of girls find if they're like going to the gym, lifting weights, if you're trying to build that muscle, like if you're trying to build that booty, <laughs> this is the time where you're gonna, your body is actually like wanting you to do that. Mm. So like your body is gonna be thriving to build that muscle and yeah. build that like body for you, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So yeah, get on that soul cycle, get on that barriers, we're yeah. obsessed. Harness the, <laughs> harness the energy you got going at this time. This time is, I mean, I already touched on it kind of in terms of dating, but also in terms of your like socializing with friends. This is the time when you're gonna feel the best. This is the time when you're gonna wanna feel most social. You're gonna be wanting to go out more. If you go out like on nights out, that's the time to do it. Like this is the time where you're gonna feel social. You're gonna feel good whilst you're socializing as well yeah. because you're gonna be around people and it, it will just feel nice. Mm. This is, yeah, this is kind of the time where you, they're gonna feel good <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely noticed that um and in terms of nutrition like your estrogen levels are peaked um are peaking around this time so it's still more of that sort of estrogen balancing food so the leafy greens the veggies all of that all of that good stuff mm -hmm. um because your liver is working hard at this point to sort of break down the excess estrogen as it's peaking um so yeah anything that will help balance that out is good sure i also wanted to touch on as well um about like socializing as well, this is one thing I forgot to say, is this time in terms of your work, if you've got a big presentation coming up, if you've got something, like I know I've said this about five times already in this podcast, but I know it's not always possible. Mm -hmm. But if you can, if you are able to schedule that time where you've got your pre big presentation due or a big work project due, try and schedule it if you can for around this phase, because this is where you're gonna feel the most confident, where you're gonna put off the best energy and you're gonna feel better in giving those presentations, mm. in giving those work calls, in doing that kind of thing. So this is the time where whilst you're working, you should be putting that energy into like really creative stuff, put, giving that presentation, asking people for certain things, like you should be centering the really kind of more harder task mm. i guess around this time because yeah. you're going to be feeling the most confident and better yeah you'll feel more able to handle those big things mm. at this time um yeah i think that's that's that for this cycle i don't want to leave for the ovulatory phase because it's just the best one uh, it is the best point of the cycle but yeah we are going to move into the luteal phase which it's not it's not i don't want it so fun <laughs> no um so yeah this is this is basically the second half of your cycle as after you've ovulated up until the next time you your next period comes and the cycle starts again so it's the longest phase yay <laughs> it's a long, long, long slug but like, um it's like 10 days or something right it can't oh, mine is sometimes 
longer it's they say they say that once you've ovulated it's generally around two weeks wow. once that egg has been released it's around two weeks until you start your bleeding yeah again. yeah why is it that we only get the ovulatory phase for like three okay. days or something no, and then... a very limited window of uh, of good vibes but we can harness it we, we can, can work with it we can there's things we can do to make this time feel better. So yeah, so this is the time when your hormones are starting to drop off, your energy levels are decreasing a bit, um, you're starting to, your body's starting to prepare itself for the next phase of the cycle. So this is the time when you might be feeling those PMS symptoms mm. that we all know. Um, I think definitely in the first kind of half of this phase, you still can harness some of that energy from oh, your yeah. ovulatory phase. Mm. But yeah, definitely getting into the more latter half of mm. that, like the second week, like you said, like that's when you're going to be feeling those PMS yeah. symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, you might start feeling more irritable around this time. So just pay attention to that. I know that like sometimes I will be feeling really, really anxious and my thoughts racing and I'm just feeling a bit more irritable and things bothering me more. And then like I'll get my period and I'll be like, oh, it was because oh. of my hormones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, every time I don't realise that's what it is. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> do, do you know what I've started to realise? Well, only in the past, like, maybe, what, two, three cycles? is Because I, I, since I've started tracking it, really, I've been tracking it for about seven months or so because of all other things. But in the last two months or so, I've been, to the day, it's given me when my period is going to be. Mm. And there's been times where I've been, like, literally crying over an email at work, which isn't even a bad email it's just someone being slight like they put a full stop there rather than there like it's i'm i'm taking it in the wrong way and i will cry over it and no. be so upset and then i'll be like oh it's not actually me mm. that's upset about this and you noticing that is so helpful and like when you can track it and be like oh that's why yeah. I'm thinking this. That's why yeah. I'm feeling like I want to cry. That's why yeah. I'm having this thought about whatever it is. Like noticing that is so, so helpful mm. in a way. Yeah, because you can feel like you get so lost in these this energy, the thoughts, the hormones that yeah. are coming up at this time. You can just like fall for it and get lost in it and start to believe that's just you. That's, that's who you are. That's permanent now. This is the way it always is. But it is literally just temporary. It's just where your hormones are at in your cycle that you're just going to naturally feel more anxious and irritable and, and emotional at this time. Um, so yeah, just having that awareness and knowing it, it will pass. It's okay. It's not who you are. Um, yeah, it's really powerful. No, it's so, so powerful. This is kind of where your body is like preparing for the next cycle. So your body is preparing to bleed, get rid of everything again. And in terms of exercise and things you want to do, you probably want to dial it back like i said earlier you probably can in the first like first week or so of your luteal phase you can probably still go for those kind of fun soul cycle workouts <laughs> um but in the second phase like second half of your luteal phase you probably more want to dial it back mm -hmm. and like again go back to those kind of more lower impact like you can still lift weights and stuff at the gym, but maybe just not those hard cardio classes like Barry's or Soul Cycle or just yeah. something. Like you want to dial it back. Your body is preparing mm. for your bleed, so you just want to take yeah. it, take a, a bit step back. <laughs> yeah, and if you do tune into your body, you will find that like it it doesn't feel quite so good to be doing those high intensity mm. ones. I know when I've like had a Soul Cycle booked in that I can't cancel because it's too late to get on <laughs> class pass to get my credits back. Yeah, I go to Soul Cycle and I'm like, oh, this does not feel good. Like whereas in like a previous phase, it would have felt really 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 good but 
yeah so you're just fighting against your hormones but yeah so this is a good time to do you know pilates yoga more chilled stuff like long walks things like that um which you know so as just slightly decreasing the intensity to help support your body mm. so in this phase i think it's really important as well to notice like your body is preparing for bleed like it's preparing for essentially a form of trauma like a very like obviously we go through it monthly but it is essentially a form of trauma and it is hard for our bodies to go through so your body's preparing for that and you need to give it more calories like it will probably be craving a bit more calories and it's something where you do want to give yourself more calories and respect those hunger cues that your body is giving you like a really good thing to have here is like slow release carbs so like sweet potatoes um I don't know, like quinoa like all that kind of like good healthy slow release carbs that will yeah. give you that energy and yeah. give you more of that energy mm. um because your metabolism is in increasing at this yeah, point isn't it it's you're, you're burning off more calories so you do in turn need to put more calories more calories in, in. Sure. so you don't go crazy <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. honor those cues honor <laughs> those cues that you're having also something that i've got written down as well is make sure you're having enough fiber here as well because your body is preparing to flush out all of those toxins in your menstrual phase so getting enough fiber and get, getting rid of all that unnecessary kind of stuff mm. will be really really helpful yeah because i know in terms of gut health it can be a thing that you can get a little bit more congested at this mm. time of the cycle <laughs> so yeah fiber lots of water things like that can help help with that if mm. that's an issue for you yeah and then in terms of like work tasks and things like that definitely try again to slow down like probably in the first kind of half of your luteal phase you can be still get those like good vibes from um your ovulatory phase but in the second half yeah definitely try to slow down a bit more again and if you can do the admin tasks that no one really likes and kind of plan those in for this kind of time because it will just feel a bit more natural to do those kind of tasks at your work during this phase yeah, yeah. and yeah and in terms of seed cycling like i said before this is the time when you want to have your sunflower and sesame seeds just to help support the hormones and where they're at uh, at this stage and i think it's really important to say as well like we've thrown a lot of information out here like we've given you a lot of information but this is going to be different for everyone like i know for me personally like i've just come off the implant and i'm going to be experiencing a whole new different cycle now because i was tracking my cycle to what it was before being on hormone hormonal contraceptives and now it's going to be completely different mm -hmm. and even that's just within me so from from me to say for example alice it's going to be completely different yeah so yeah we've thrown a lot of information out at you but it's going to be different and just learn what your body likes and what your body doesn't like. Yeah, that's the, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is to start to tune into paying attention to what your body is really craving. Because, you know, like we've said, you know, you sh shouldn't work out in your on your period and that, that's all well and good. But actually, you might feel able to yeah. like it, everyone's body is different. So, you know, these are just sort of guidelines and tips that you may want to apply and try out and they you know they may make you feel better or you know take what you need leave what you don't um yeah i hope it was helpful yeah i hope it's helpful and um if there are any guys still listening well done <laughs> you made it because <laughs> boyfriend uh, of the year goes to you <laughs> literally because um yeah i can't i've lost track of how many times i said menstruation in this podcast but we move um yeah anyway 
thank you for listening. This is kind of a crazy one. Yeah. I mean, it is still quite a taboo topic, I think. I mean, yeah. it's obviously got better in the past few years, obviously, but... I think it's... we need to talk about it, though, as women. Like, yeah. it's something what, say, for example, is 50-50 men and females. I don't know what the statistic is. It's slightly more females, you know. In the... So, if there's slightly more females, then it's what more than half of us go through every month yeah i just think yeah like we talked about earlier like in the in the patriarchal society we live in there is so much internalized shame and guilt mm. around this time of the month like we've been conditioned to think you know it's it's gross and dirty and it has to be hidden and you know just keep powering on through and no. it's embarrassing and all of this but actually you know like we said earlier it's kind of like a superpower we you know there's so much power in us being cyclical beings if we can harness that and learn how to sort of hack that to our advantage yeah. then i mean then we're golden really exactly i love it thank you so much for listening and if you did get to the end and you do want to leave us a little review please do um if you want to follow us as well we are flourish and thrive pod on all socials pretty much i think we've made every single one now <laughs> yeah we're everywhere. <laughs> we're everywhere so flourish and thrive pod please follow us and yeah stay tuned for our next episode next monday yeah so yeah thank you guys thank so you. much for listening and we'll see you next time thanks guys bye, bye.